a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's Voice of Reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. The bells in Kyiv rang out early this morning because one year ago, the first Russian missiles struck Ukraine. At the time, many thought this would be the beginning of the end of the country. But instead, it was just the end of the beginning of a most extraordinary year and a most extraordinary set of principles and lessons from inside Ukraine. Let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Well, as we do mark the one-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine, uh, those bells tolling this morning uh, were a powerful symbol, uh, not just to the nation but to the world, of the resolve of the Ukrainian people, uh, their determination to remain free and sovereign, in control of their own future, uh, has won the respect of the world. And as we look at where we are one year in, more importantly, as we look at where we go next, there are so many things to reflect on, so many lessons learned, I think, that uh, apply in so many different areas uh, of our lives and in our communities and in government, uh, and just what it means to be human and how we solve problems together. Uh, during a nationwide broadcast marking the one-year anniversary, President Volodymyr Zelensky delivered a message, once again, of defiance. Mm-hmm. We will defeat all threats, shelling, bombs, missiles, kamikaze drones, blackouts, cold. We are stronger than all this. A fierce year of invincibility. Its main conclusion is that we have survived. We have not been defeated. And we will do everything to win this year. Glory to Ukraine. Slava Ukraine. That defiant tone uh, has been nonstop over the course of the year. Many people thought that the Ukrainian people would run out of energy uh, first, that they would uh, simply not be able to maintain their resolve. Uh, But they have, and they have proven to the world what happens when you set aside politics, when you set aside differences of culture, of language, ethnicity, religious belief, and you unite around something that matters to everyone and that freedom. During a press conference today, President Zelensky remarked on the importance of President Biden's visit to Ukraine and the support of the American people over the past year. I think the most important was the visit of the President Biden. Um, weapons, uh, other things, and it's up to the President and Congress, but first of all, it's the support of the public, and uh, I saw that American people, they support us. Uh, during my visit to Washington, D.C., I saw people with Ukrainian flags in the streets, so I know that the U.S. support is very very, very important. 
President Zelensky, uh, Church Hillian, often in his communication and his communication strategy in terms of knowing what audiences he's speaking to, he does recognize the need to continue to rally not only his own people, uh, but the NATO allies and the citizens here in the United States of America. Uh, and I do just want to note, uh, because I think it has not gotten the uh, praise it actually deserves, President Biden's trip to Kiev uh, was an extraordinary effort and execution by the president. And again, I don't care what side of the political aisle you fall on to have a U.S. president take a train 10 hours into a war zone, uh, be on the ground for five or six hours uh, meeting with President Zelensky and other key leaders inside of Ukraine, and then 10 hours on a train back out of the war zone to Poland, uh, and then a flurry of activity with leaders there in Poland, a major speech that night. I mean, that was a 36 hours that was absolutely unbelievable. And the president should be commended for what he did and how he did it. Uh, and I think that was important. I think it was important for President Zelensky to acknowledge uh, what President Biden had done. Now, President Zelensky, as always, forward-leaning, recognizing uh, that uh, weapons are important, but it's not the only thing that Ukrainian people need. Uh they, he talked about today specifically the need for everyone to continue to believe in them and to invest not just in terms of weapons, uh, but that emotional investment as well. Support these uh, weapons, humanitarian assistance, etc., etc. That's one thing. And there's another thing, believing in our victory. And this is what uh, uh, President Biden's uh, uh, visit was about. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, there's many things that obviously have to be in place as things continue to march forward after one year. We know that a spring offensive is coming, uh, that it will come from Russia. We know that Ukraine is also planning their own offensives uh, as the weather warms just a little bit. Uh, so really interesting time. It's a great time to assess what has been delivered in terms of aid and support, uh, how that has been used and what comes next and to make sure that there's continued transparency and accountability uh, for what gets done. Uh, very important, during a speech at the U.N. Security Council today, Secretary of State Antony Blinken said that uh, Vladimir Putin tried to break Ukraine's spirit and failed. Over the last year, Russia has killed tens of thousands of Ukrainian men, women, and children, uprooted more than 13 million people from their homes, destroyed more than half of the country's energy grid, bombed more than 700 hospitals, 2,600 schools, and abducted at least 6,000 Ukrainian children, some as young as four months old, and relocated them to Russia. And yet, the spirit of the Ukrainians remains unbroken. If anything, it's stronger than ever. Lincoln went on to encourage uh, other nations to not abandon Ukraine uh, because of the principles that are contained within that UN charter. No country has endured greater hardship from Russia's war than Ukraine. But... Almost every country has felt the pain. And yet, nations around the world continue to stand with Ukraine. 
Because we all recognize that if we abandon Ukraine, we abandon the UN Charter itself and the principles and rules that make all countries safer and more secure. No seizing land by force. No erasing another country's borders. No targeting civilians in war. No wars of aggression. All those are very important, especially uh, in the face of many of the war crimes that Russia has clearly carried out. Uh, and the call for those uh, to be held to account have been growing, uh, first from the vice president, Vice President Harris, when she was uh, in Europe. Uh, president Biden, of course, in Poland, called out those war crimes and atrocities. Uh, and uh, those do have to be held to account. And uh, it was really interesting as uh, Secretary Blinken wound down his speech at the U.N. today, uh, he said something really important. He says, we cannot go numb to Putin's indifference to human life. Day after day of Russia's atrocities, it's easy to become numb to the horror, to lose our ability to feel shock and outrage. But we can never let the crimes Russia's committing become our new normal. Bucha is not normal. Mariupol is not normal. Irpin is not normal. Bombing schools and hospitals and apartment buildings to rubble is not normal. Stealing Ukrainian children from their families and giving them to people in Russia is not normal. We must not let President Putin's callous indifference to human life become our own. I think one of the most important things that President Biden said uh, over the last few days has has been around this idea of war crimes, uh, that Vladimir Putin is taking the children of Ukraine in order to steal the country's future. And uh, all of those atrocities, uh, there has to be accountability there. And uh, the world can't look away. And as Secretary Blinken pointed out, we can't become numb uh, to the atrocities and what that means. So this is a sovereign free country uh, that should remain sovereign and free. And uh, they deserve the support that they've been getting and that we have to continue. Uh, We can't let that go unchecked. Uh, And so as we look back at this uh, one-year anniversary of the invasion, uh, I want to conclude this segment uh, talking about something that President Zelensky said uh, about that first day as Russia invaded. He said, we did not raise the white flag and began to defend the blue and yellow. We were not afraid. We did not break down. We did not surrender. And not only did the Ukrainian people not raise the white flag, but they gained a whole lot of allies and supporters to defend the blue and yellow, uh, to raise the blue and yellow uh, all around the world, including here in the United States of America. We're going to stay with the conversation, uh, and we're going to go into what makes... uh, President Zelensky tick and how he's been able to rally and galvanize his nation. Stay with us. More to come on this special edition of Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought. I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. 
I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Podcasts.